victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers in the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. All right, welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. Uh, tonight, it's back to new movies. We're going to cover the brand new Firestarter, as well as the 1984 original. We're going to see if the see if the new one holds up. Um, Brian, how's it going, man? It's going. Tired. Started a new job. Uh, weather's changing. Not used to all the daylight. <laughs> You're in 30 days of, of, of day now, huh? Yeah, well, we're not quite there. It's just uh, gets uh, gets darker later, and sun comes up sooner. Like how, how late does it get dark? Uh, probably say right now we're around like probably ten o'clock, eleven, probably when the oh, sun will actually all the way go down. <laughs> That's pretty fucking late, huh, Philip? <laughs> 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 it's like midsummer, man. You taking any shrooms or what? Uh, no, not with the kids around, no. Okay, <laughs> kind of hard hard to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Philip, I know you're feeling the heat. Oh, yeah, it's definitely getting hot down in Texas. I was just, like, standing outside putting a doorbell in today, and it was, like, jerping sweat off my face. Yep, yeah, un- unbelievable. So um, not even anything, like, hard work. It was just being outside is miserable. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I mowed the yard last Friday. I had to stop like every ten minutes. Yeah, because my uh, yeah my lawn doesn't propel itself anymore, so it's like pushing it the whole way, uh, cursing, yelling, spitting. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, enough, enough about that. What uh, y'all ready for cool of the week? Yeah, do it. Um, Brian, you usually go last. You wanna you wanna go first this time or? Yeah, I'll, I'll go through mine real quick. Um, you know you know where I got started. Amityville watch. Am- Amityville. <laughs> Gotta take Amity- a little trip down to Amityville. <laughs> Amityville Death House. <laughs> and that's the reaction I wanted. Okay. All right. Uh nothing special about this one. Uh it does get points. It does kinda have the house. I mean it has the house okay. with the with Ish. the windows. So, okay. Eric Roberts shows up as 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 the warlock. <laughs> How many people have died at this house? At this uh, so far, throughout all the movies, uh, it has to be up over a hundred. Oh, I wonder if they keep a count of that somewhere. I probably should have been counting. the The thing that makes this kind of a fun watch is the incredible bad acting. <laughs> It's like it's amazing. Wouldn't expect it's, any less. <laughs> oh, it, but it it's at an amazing level. 
apparently work, huh? yeah when people meet each other on, on in a scene right i don't know if uh, in real life they've actually met another human being and just don't know how to <laughs> react to them so it, it's it's bad the acting's bad in this one I'm looking at the poster. It yeah, definitely says starring Eric Roberts. So obviously that means he has the most time in the movie, right? No, he's <laughs> it's just starring Eric Roberts and he is top billed. And as in, we paid him the most money to be in it for one scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he pulled a Bruce Willis, did he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want to. Make fun of that guy now. I, f- I feel bad for saying he he looked like he had a stroke in one of his movie posters. Oh, uh oh, too soon, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know his medical problems. So. <laughs> oh, he did. Uh, <laughs> that makes it even funnier. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, checked out a new shark movie called Shark Bait. Well, you're on Spooky. a roll. Yeah. This movie is complete shit. It's got the oh. dumbest people. You kind of you're not rooting for anybody to live. They're put themselves in some dumb situations. Stupid people. Yeah, essentially it's um I I, I forget where they're vacationing, but it's like their last night. The guys uh this is a guys and women in a, in a group and the, the guys decide, uh, Oh, let's go steal these jet skis. It's our last night in wherever they are. And yeah. And then the jet skis, uh, break down in the middle of nowhere. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. So like it. in the middle of a lake, no, the ocean. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where are they riding the jet skis to? (laughs) (laughs) You know, the the jet skis don't even, now I'm really thinking about it, they don't even really break down. They kind of like are racing and they kind of like knock into each other. And and one of the jet skis doesn't work and they they can't pull everybody on one jet ski. So you would think the one jet ski that works, they would go get help immediately. Right. 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 That's not that's not their first. <laughs> that's not how they do it, huh? No, it it's it's bad. The the shark the shark's not that bad, but I I expected a little bit more gore. The little bit of gore you got to see the like the the bite marks and stuff. They were pretty good looking, decent practical effects. I you know what, dude? You you drove out into shark territory on a jet ski. That you, <laughs> I don't really have a whole lot of empathy for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend this one. <laughs> oh man! We break Lance early. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a rough night, Brian. That's okay. That's, you're two for two. Two for two. Let's see if I'm three for three. Uh, checked out the Lost City, that new movie with Sandra Bullock and Channing oh, Tatum. Oh yeah. Uh huh. It's it's not bad. It's a decent kind of. A romantic adventure comedy type. It really kind of reminds me of, I don't know if you guys seen them. It came out, I think, in the 80s uh, from uh, Not Romance. Yeah. Or, Is that the one? Was that the sequel? Yeah. Romancing the Stone? I can't remember. <laughs> one of those ones with Stone. Kathleen Turner and uh, Michael Douglas. <laughs> I think yeah. that's the one. Yeah. It, it's, the it's, basically, it's basically that movie. Yeah. Just be done. 
And I will say, I'm not like like porno sounding. Yeah, (laughs) not I'm not the biggest fan of Channing Tatum, but he does work in these like comedy roles. Yeah, he's better at comedy than he is at anything else. Yeah, so that one's on um, Paramount Plus. Oh yeah. So you got Paramount Plus, you know why not check it out? It's a new movie. But my cool of the week is going to be Doctor Strange. loved it loved all the cameos i really hope that some of these cameos um they find some way to uh introduce them into the marvel universe proper yeah hopefully it's not just a one-off thing yeah some of them i'm fine if they do it a one-off uh it, it was cool to see them in there um i like where the story's going um Got excited for the, the, I think it was the first credit scene, that cameo. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but. It's. uh, We got got Blade in the last movie. Yeah. It's a a character from the comics. It's important to his uh, future self, basically. So. Mm. She's definitely. She, he. Don't want to. Are you assuming it's gender? (laughs) That. That person is important in the comics. Gotcha, so. yeah. gotcha. And, uh, yep, that's it. Uh, yeah, so I got a couple of them I'll throw in there. Um, you're going to have you're gonna have to pick one for your cool, man. Yeah, well, okay, <laughs> I definitely hard. got one for my cool. Because uh, I, I really only have a couple, no. <laughs> I really only have a couple things I watch. Um, I, I just, I ran across uh, Black Mass, the Johnny oh. Depp movie. Okay. With all that um, shit going on, I was like, well, you know what? Let's watch a Johnny Depp movie. He, he deserves right. it. So you <laughs> playing, uh, was it Whitey Bulger? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was pretty good. It was kind of long and drawn out and a little yeah. bit boring for a mob movie, but uh, still still good. It was entertaining. Yeah, you got to um, you got to work hard to make a mob a mob movie boring. <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> yeah, but it was like a true story mob movie. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. sure. Sure, like a, more of a docudrama. Yeah, well, sort of, but like <laughs> hell of a fucking cast. <laughs> like everybody's in this movie. I was no surprised shit. at every turn. Um, so that was that was a fun watch. Uh, I watched The Night Eats the World. Have you guys ever seen that? It's a zombie movie. I've heard of it. I've not yeah. watched it yet. Yeah, I ran across it on like Amazon or something, and uh, it's uh like a Gen <clears throat> zombie movie, I think, and he gets like locked in. He he falls asleep at this party, and when he wakes up, everybody's zombies and gone, and there's nobody left. And so he like locks himself in this apartment building, right. and uh, the it's like Castaway, but zombies. Oh, but with zombies, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Brian, why have they never made a zombie Castaway? Well, or well they will now. Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> or Amityville Castaway. Amityville Castaway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was an interesting movie. I was a little bit let down by the end, I think. But um, aside from that, it was pretty good. Uh, not a ton of dialogue, but more uh, just emotional shit going on, sure. which is weird for a zombie movie, but it worked. Yeah, it worked in Train to Busan, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, but Train to Busan had a whole lot more action. <laughs> okay, so it's kind of a zombie docudrama. 
Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it gets really slow. <laughs> All right. Wow, that's got to be hard to do too. Yeah, but if you're in the mood for like an artsy movie, this one's kind of fun to watch. Okay. Artsy yeah, I've heard good things about yeah. it, so. Yeah, just that. Don't don't expect a whole lot from the end. <laughs> um, and then uh, my cool of the week is going to be uh, Candy on Hulu. Have you guys seen that? Oh, I've been meaning to uh, check that out. That's Jessica Biel. That's another fucking true crime story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like these things. Right. I don't know. Uh, my yeah, wife started watching it, which means I started watching it. And uh, it was... Uh, I, pleasantly surprising man the past few things that jessica beal has done have been pretty amazing Mm -hmm. and uh it's just a it's a real short series it's like five episodes and it just goes through uh like this real like real housewives murder that happened in dallas in like the early 80s -hmm. uh where she like this this woman gets killed with an axe and like hacked to death. She gets hit with an axe like 41 times. (laughs) (laughs) And then it sort of turns into a whodunit, although you kind of know whodunit the whole time. But it it sort of lets out a little bit of information at a time. It's one of those where the big thing happens at the very beginning and then you slowly learn about it as the season progresses. But because it wraps it up pretty quick, it's it's good. I was impressed. Uh, The ending on that one, I was a little disappointed also. But uh, that's the hardest part to stick. Uh, either way, it was worth watching. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm uh, my cool of the week is um, you, you guys ever check? Probably not. It's, it's on CBS All Access, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Paramount Plus, Philip. Um, oh, I got it now. My, my mom got, got it. Subscription, check out so. check out Picard. <laughs> so. have, have you did you see the first season of Picard? No, I haven't watched it. OK, well, Brian, you. You probably neither one of you guys are enough of a trekkie to dive dive that deep, right? Uh, I've oh, yeah. seen some episodes of the first season. Yeah, the first season's good. The second season, though, I think is blowing it out of the park. It's it brings back all the all the characters that he met up with in the first season, and um, there's a big twist in it, which I could kind of give it away because it happens in the first third of the first episode. But uh, Q shows up. You guys remember the oh. character Q? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jean-Luc Picard is uh, is living his best life and giving a giving a speech. He's he's growing his wine, his uh, pic, his Picard bourgeois or whatever the hell it's called, <laughs> Beaujolais. And um, he's giving a speech at Starfleet Academy. And next thing you know, he's he, this guy looks awfully familiar, and it's old Q. And uh, he shows up as alive. Yeah, John Delancey is still alive. Okay. He shows it. In fact, he shows up computer generated as his younger self. Uh-huh. And, and uh, Picard does a double take and he said, Oh, you've aged. And he snaps his fingers and says, Let me make myself look more like you so we can relate more. <laughs> it's super <laughs> corny. <laughs> it's so fucking corny. And then he goes and meets uh, Guinan um, in the first episode. I, I won't say too much beyond what happens in that first one, but. Q basically does what Q does and just fucks everything up on the timeline. And uh, since it is Star Trek, there is time travel. Um, but it's pretty close to present day, which makes it kind of interesting. So um, I don't want to give too much away, um, but you'll see a lot of characters show up. Um, Jonathan Frakes directs several of the episodes. So number one is directing his captain. 
which is kind of cool. But uh, <clears throat> I'm loving it so far. The um, the sixth episode, I brought a little tear to my eye, man. Um, Picard meets somebody that's uh, an ancestor. And it's kind of interesting how that goes down. Not to give too much away, but uh, I know Jack Jack wasn't a huge fan over at uh, Binge Media, but he, he loves the Strange New World show. But I'm digging Picard. That's my clue of the week. Okay. Nice. All right, Brian, we got any headlines, man? Oh, yeah, we got some headlines. We got a lot of TV, so we're going to start there. Um, Peacock has renewed uh, Wolf Like Me <laughs> for a second season. <laughs> Every time I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the best this? name for their <laughs> streaming <laughs> service? But you don't forget it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they've renewed Wolf Like Me for a second season. I've heard a lot of people speak highly of this show okay check that out so uh, i'm assuming a were- werewolf movie yeah so i heard it's a werewolf kind of like not necessarily like a dramatic series right but kind of in that vein and it, had, it stars a uh, josh gad and uh um, oh, oh no shit uh, huh. i can't think of the the actress that's married to borat she was I'm in Wedding Crashers. Eis- Isla Fisher? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Matter of fact, uh, Steve uh, from the League or from the Geeks, I almost said the League of Geeks. So hard to... Not, not too soon. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he speaks highly of that, too. So. Okay. No, if Josh Gad is in it, man, it's, uh, it's got to be worth checking out. Uh, I'm sure it's got a good dose of comedy in it. Yeah, uh, I've been meaning to check it out, but I just, you know, there's just so much TV right now. It's just kind of. Oh, yeah. Show that I've never checked out because it has like 25 seasons is uh, Supernatural. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the prequel, The Winchester, oh, <laughs> has been ordered. I have <clears throat> no idea. Wow. What the Winchesters are, who are the Winchesters? The people that own the house with all the guns. Remember Helen Mirren? The Hel- Helen Mirren movie that I think was on all three of our bottom uh, ten that year? Uh, yeah, that movie. Yeah, interesting story, though. Shitty. Yeah, Interest- interesting story. I like what they did with the house. But, yeah, the story, did you take an interesting story and just do nothing with it. Right. It's kind of like when Rob Zombie took an interesting cast and did nothing with... Uh, Salem's the uh, Lord of Salem. Oh, Lords of Salem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Good point. <laughs> uh, you guys ever play the video game Alan Wake? No. No? Uh, it's, uh, from what I understand, it's a fairly uh, popular horror game. The uh, AMC is developing a series adaptation. Alan Wake? Yeah. I might have stumbled I feel like across. I should have heard of that. Yeah, I think I stumbled across that on Game Pass. Let me look. Yeah, it up. I think recently it just got the remastered version done. Okay. Out, okay. So. Uh, no, this is not the one that I stumbled across. <laughs> All right, let's see. Stars has renewed Shining Vale, the Courtney Cox starring series for a second season. Huh. I forgot all about that show. Like I said, a lot of shows, you kind of, you lose track of them. Uh, Devin Sawa is returning for Chucky Season 2 as a new character. Oh, God. That means he'll be the third character <laughs> in the show. 
what we do in the shadow season four premieres on Hulu July 12th. Damn, I got to catch up with that. Yeah, one. I, I really want to know where they're going to go from where this last season ended up. Uh, American Horror Stories installment two premieres on Hulu July 21st. I was pretty unimpressed with most of those. I don't know. I like the idea, though. Mm-hmm. Just the, all the different ones that add up to one thing. Right. Yeah. But it, it's like most anthologies. Like some yeah. of them hit, some of them don't. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Netflix has officially ordered season six of Black Mirror. Oh. oh. Black Mirror. Wow. No shit. I was just looking at that. I was looking that up the other day and it said it had ended. Or I, according to IMDb, it said whatever through 2000 or something. Yep, so yep. that's that's the best news I've heard all night, man. Yep, officially greenlit. The only thing I don't like from what I'm hearing is they're going with the same format as last season with the fewer episodes but longer. Um, oh, I'm okay with that. I mean, I just don't give just us a British. Don't give, us, don't give us another striking vipers, you know. Which one was that? Remember that one, uh, Manta uh, having his way with. Um, that is your favorite episode. <laughs> It was it? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I want to uh, say Hawkeye. What, what, what's his character's name in Marvel? Falcon. Somebody bail me out. Falcon. Falcon. There you go. Oh uh, well, yeah. technically Falcon, Cap- yeah. Captain America now. So mm-hmm. give him his respect. Yep. Should have said that. Okay, we're gonna jump into some movie news. Um, the Reef sequel, The Reef Stocked, is coming to Shutter July 29th. The Reef, was, that was a pretty decent shark movie. Yeah. Because I, I, I seem to remember enjoying that one. I think I've heard about this this new one. Uh, Christopher Walken has joined the cast of Denny Villeneuve, Dune Part 2. He's going to be the Emperor. What? Nice. Good casting. Christopher Walken in anything I'm happy with. Can can you do his voice, Philip? <laughs> I don't know. What am I? <laughs> I'll bring it up later in the episode. Your house of Atreides <laughs> is going down. I don't know. Oh, that movie. It's in my top ten if he does it that way. I'm sure <laughs> There's so much sand in here. <laughs> That's great. It's everywhere. I don't I have a bath. <laughs> Let's see, uh, Dan Stevens and Adam Wingard are going to reunite for Godzilla vs. Kong 2. Oh, Dan Stevens. Yeah, from The Guest. Oh, yes, I thought you said Dance Demons. This is what happens when you've only got one working uh, part of your (laughs) headphone. Yes, so uh, I thought the first one was fun enough, and uh, I like Dan Stevens, so. Yeah. Just uh, no, I don't want to see no scars guards. There's no uh, scientists. <laughs> yeah, that one didn't work very well for me. I mean, it was a fun movie, but I, I, I think it all was the also Godzilla. the first fun movie we'd had since the pandemic. So yeah, I think all the the Godzilla and Kong stuff worked. It was just yeah, the unnecessary people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, was a weird casting. Hey, s- side note, guys, what what was the first movie y'all saw in a the theater after the pandemic? Do you remember? Mm. For me, it was Nobody, the one with uh, Bob Odenkirk. 
Oh, yeah. It's the one that got me back to the theater. I went and saw a kid's movie or something because I remember seeing the poster <laughs> for course, that one. But of course. <laughs> yeah, well, got kids. Uh, right. But yeah, I remember seeing the poster for that one in the movie theater. So it was right around that same time. Around the same time? I think whatever was the first one we did for the show, like Spiral or something like oh, that. Oh, that could be it. Yeah. Spiral, okay. that was it. Yeah. Spiral. All right. Uh, a new rumor, rumor for Rob Zombie's The Monsters instead oh. of Peacock, it's going to head to Netflix. Allegedly. Hmm. Well, I mean, Netflix, man, they're in trouble. They're 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 hemorrhaging right now, you know, because all these studios that 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 are already established and are used to making theater movies now have their own streaming service. So, yeah, yeah I I say partner up with somebody that doesn't have a streaming service like Sony or something. Hmm. Get their movies Perfect. exclusive. Right. I mean. Sony's gonna need to start their own, or they're gonna they're gonna sign a deal with somebody. So, yeah, kind of, kind of surprised they have. They're sort of half in bed with Disney. So, yeah, <laughs> getting that Marvel money. Yeah. Uh, Blumhouse's <laughs> Blumhouse's new slasher comedy, Totally Killer, starring Kiernan Shipka, will travel back in time to 1987. Time traveling slasher comedy. Okay. I'd rather them just do a third. Uh, what's that movie uh, where she kept dying every day? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Groundhog Day, but she was dead. I fucking I can't remember the name of it. Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. There it is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, a couple, a couple big things. Final things for movie news. Uh, 20th Century Studios is developing a prequel to the Omen titled "The First Omen." How is it a prequel to the Omen? I, it, it's probably not going to happen. The what I want, I would like to see, like that whole build up because you know Damien was placed in that family's care. Yeah, and I would like to see all the moving parts because there were so many people that were involved in, in the little Satanist cult. and But like placed in the family's care, what, at the end of the first movie? No, uh, when uh, the parents of Damien, his, their baby oh, died. Oh, right. Yeah, they switched him out in the hospital, right? Yeah. Okay. So, well, all right. Okay. Lance, that could be interesting. Uh, Omen prequel. Okay. I not too not too interested, <laughs> quite honestly. How are they gonna was, do a prequel for that? Well, I was I was telling Phil like I would like <laughs> to see like the build up to them uh, placing Damien in the, in that family's care because I kind of felt like there was a lot of moving pieces. You know, there's so many people that were Satanists that you didn't expect to be Satanists, and okay, I guess that but, could be interesting. And again. That's probably not what they're going to do. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be awesome. And yeah. finally, <laughs> Scream, Scream 6 news. Uh, Jenna Ortega, Melissa Barrera, Jasmine Savoy Brown, and Mason Gooding are all returning for this part six. There you go. And There's your, your new Scream team. And the, the news that I really, really 
I'm glad that it happened is Hayden Panettiere's Kirby is officially returning. Huh. Wasn't she from like the third one or something like that? Second, third, I don't know. Fourth. Don't don't put her okay. in the third one. <laughs> All right. Bring so, it on. Yeah. I I, I, oh, I like I like I like <laughs> I liked her since uh what was it, Heroes? Yeah. Right. Oh she's great in Heroes. Oh yeah, the cheerleader, so, um, right? Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed her her character in uh, Screen Four. It was the the basically like a horror geek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had that in Screen Five. They had that little uh, kind of Easter egg when uh, forgot what's his name. The, one of the characters was doing research, and they had that little thing on YouTube. Uh, Kirby survives, uh, basically telling you she survived, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's cool yeah. to bring her back. That's pretty cool, man. So they gave you a little, little, a little taste, huh? Yeah. And uh, that's the news. All right, uh, y'all, y'all ready to take a little trip? Let's go. Uh, no, Christopher Walken, are you ready to take a little trip? <laughs> We're going to the trailer park again. That was a bad. One. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, well, Brian. Brian is going to bring us the big, the small. And sometimes they're very, very weird. Uh, what's our first new trailer tonight? Uh, before I get into those, uh, did you guys see the She-Hulk trailer that dropped today? Uh, not yet. They, uh, it, the show doesn't come out to August. They better touch up that CGI. Oh, oh no. Is it that bad? It's off. Okay. I like everything I'm seeing yeah. as far as the story, but right. the CGI just looked off and I, I and I know shows and movies they they work on the CGI up until the release of the film so but I I, I think it'll be more comedic fun really and a Mark, comedy Mark, vibe Mark Ruffalo's in there okay, okay. so and Hulk uh, smash the, the other thing that came out that I forgot to send you guys uh, the teaser for Prey. The Predator Predator prequel. Oh, okay. No, I hadn't heard about that one. I'm excited <laughs> about this one. I like I like the I think it's set like two three hundred years before the original movie. So, huh? Okay, and they come. Wow. Back? Yeah. Oh, huh. cool. Oh, wow. Right. So like a uh, an Earth of two or three hundred years ago. Yeah, I was a little worried because. Uh, it was uh, going to be a straight-to-Hulu movie, but it, it looks pretty mm-hmm. fucking good. So. Nice. They yeah, should have well, been doing that with Predator movies all along. Just <laughs> different time periods, drop a Predator in it. That would have been pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> hey, they still believe me, they will, Philip. Yeah. <laughs> they will. And they're all listening, so, you know, yeah. you know how that works. Mm-hmm. All right, first trailer. New Netflix series. We just got talking about Netflix again. Uh, Resident Evil. <laughs> uh, let's see. Nearly three decades after this, the discovery of the T virus, an outbreak reveals the Umbrella Corporation's dark secrets based on the horror franchise. This stars Ella Belinsky, Lance Reddick, uh, Turlo Convery, Tatiana Gator. She probably said all those names wrong. Not Lance Reddick. You got that one. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first. Um, 
it looked a, it looked a lot better than the the as the, the original franchise uh, those later movies it's definitely better than that i feel yeah. like they're going more horror that's true yeah. uh there's supposed to be a lot of gore in this one and um there's uh from what i read there's going to be a lot of stuff straight out of the game for this one so really yeah all right which I, I didn't hate that new movie. I just thought there was a lot of moments where there, the practicals were really good, and then they cut to like something like that was bad CGI. Yeah. Right? So, but this one, I, I think it's. I, I think this. Which one was the last movie? Raccoon. Welcome to Raccoon City. I don't know that I saw that one. <clears throat> uh oh. Check Brian, it out. It's not bad. Am Raccoon I, City's I, not I, bad. Brian went to Raccoon no, City for a minute. Okay. <laughs> Get back. Time warp. No, no T virus with me, but I'm back. All right. Uh, what did you guys think? Yeah, I. I don't know. The, I mean, aside from the Raccoon City one, uh, which I haven't seen, uh, the last few movies with uh, what's her name in it? The redheaded girl. Yep. Yeah, uh, Milia Jovovich. Yeah, there you yeah, go. I can, how can I remember uh, the last few, few movies that she did? Kind of went off the rails, and I feel like uh, we kind of gave them a pass because they were still fun movies. Uh, but like, I I don't know what to think about this show. I feel like unless it's like real video game, mm-hmm. true, uh, which sounds like it may be. Uh, I I don't know that it's gonna work. I don't know who asked for it, and I don't know <laughs> if anybody is really excited about it. But <laughs> maybe. Well, I know their uh, their their little anime Resident Evil series is is was pretty fucking good. So yeah. maybe I didn't really look into it. Maybe it's the same team that worked on the anime series that's doing yeah. this live action series. So. Ah, well, maybe they're fans of the game and they'll make something good. Yeah, like yeah. I said, it's better than those last uh, Mila Jovovich movies. Yeah, yeah, they they, they got, got a little absurd. Rough, rough toward the end, huh? They they Fast and Furious <clears throat> did. <laughs> yeah. You mean they rode a, a a car into outer space? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, guys. This one to me looks kind of like Resident Evil Young Adult or something like that, maybe. Oh, uh, not too excited about that angle, but uh, I don't know. Could be good. I guess we're going to find out, right? Yeah. I mean, we're paying for Netflix as of now. So. Yeah. For the moment. <laughs> yeah. First one to be let go. You're on notice, Netflix. <laughs> it comes out July 14th. Um, still going to have Netflix because we got uh, Stranger Things coming. Right. Well, I am excited until about after that. Stranger Things. <laughs> well, well, that's, got... that's going to be when their shit goes back up. And right. Then I, after Stranger Things, unless they mm-hmm. follow it up with some really good shit, they're going to uh, be. We, we got Cobra Kai coming early this year, September. There's ah. one. Okay. Yeah, I heard the geeks talking about that. That'll keep me invested. Yeah. After that, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> See, they'll always have something else. Yeah. All right. Another Ryan Reynolds movie. <laughs> those uh, 
that uh which one was it the adam project oh yeah, yeah that I, one I, I, didn't, I didn't i didn't hate that one yeah i didn't it wasn't either. horrible no it was yeah. it was a fun watch i liked a kid in it because he, yeah. he felt like a young Ryan Reynolds the way he played it. So Yeah. Well, and yeah. I actually really like Ryan Reynolds. It was just, I don't know, that movie they did with The Rock and everybody. Mm-hmm. That, that was kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched that and I, I don't remember anything from it. Yeah, it was one of those movies. <laughs> it was just like studio hack job. Mm-hmm. Okay, our final trailer is a studio new IFC film. And that's Resurrection, starring Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth. Yeah, and I have no idea what this movie's about. No. Well, let's let's see what the synopsis says. Uh, Margaret's life is in order. She is capable, disciplined, and successful. Everything is under control. (laughs) That is until David returns, carrying with him the horrors of Margaret's past. Hmm. So I'm assuming David is Tim Roth. And right, he knows about all the bad <clears throat> she she did or was a part of. Mm. So it's reading this, de- it's ahead. definitely funny hearing these two with the with an actual British accent because they almost always play American characters. Rebecca yeah. is British. Is she? She had a British accent. Huh. Guess we're gonna find out. Go ahead and look it up. Surprise me. That happens all the time. <laughs> oh, uh, all the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, reading. Reading this uh, synopsis, it does the trailer makes more sense. Um, <laughs> apparently, her them describing her as capable, disciplined, and success, successful. Maybe it's uh, she's kind of leading a life that that's a lie, and maybe she's a horrible person or did horrible things. Mm. It's really hard to tell from the trailer, man. <laughs> um, she killed the lady and stole her identity. <laughs> I've I, I no need I, to watch the movie, folks. Yeah, I'll <laughs> check it out because she she really lost me in Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, but yeah. then she she brought it back for me in the what was it, Lance, uh, the, the Night, Night House. House. Uh-huh. Yeah. So these type of movies, I'd rather see her in than like big budget. Yeah. Popcorn I action movies. That. Yep. So I would agree. And I like Tim Roth, so. I'll give yeah. it a try. Yeah. I mean, this I'm one dying definitely. Here, man. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> shot me. I'm dying here. <laughs> this one definitely looks more interesting than uh, than the Resident Evil one. Um, I it, they didn't give you a whole lot, and sometimes I don't know if all those like critical acclaim things that they throw in the trailer are like, right, right. oh shit, this is a red flag, or hey, maybe this is. <laughs> It's probably not going to make a lot of money, but it's a, it's a good watch, which yeah. I'm leaning towards. Can we get, can we get like a new logo where we have a bunch of critical claim, like little stamps all over it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the work for these movies. I know, man. Well, and yeah, because it's one of those where it's like, ah, a Sundance Film Festival or whatever, you know. I, I don't know if that's what it was, but it's got the whole first half of the trailer is just plastered with these things. <laughs> And then it gets into the trailer snippets of reviews and stuff. Yeah. And then it doesn't tell you anything in the trailer, which may be a good thing. You know, it's kind of good going into a movie blind and knowing, well, at least these people thought it was good. So, well, Lance, if you trash, he thought Peacock was funny. The director and writer's name is Andrew Siemens. 
<laughs> Siemens. <laughs> he said Siemens. <laughs> uh, I believe this is getting the VOD route with the limited theater release August 5th. Okay. All right. Probably check watching. it out. Um, by the way, she's half British and half American. Uh, British father, American mother. Uh, but how does she, she talk for real? A great question. She just great knows question. how to do both of them. <laughs> I would assume so, yes. <laughs> All right. That's it. All right. Well, let's uh, head on over to listener feedback. Uh, this week, the podcast spotlight shines on... Draw One Last Breath. Uh, it's a podcast dedicated to all things horror, hosted by Matt and Paul. Uh, we have fun talking about horror from current releases to our favorite movie classics, containing reviews, features, and the latest news with pl- plenty of laughs. Uh, Draw One Last Breath has horror covered from every angle. Check them out. And uh, we'll f- additional feedback will be back next week. Uh, apparently Lance screwed up. That's what it says in the script. <laughs> I, was, I was an idiot. <laughs> I didn't even do the show notes until five minutes ago. So, Hey, man, shit happens. We got lives too. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we'll shout you all out next week. So uh, drop some stuff on the Facebook group and all that, and we'll get to you. Um, uh, as always, our show intro comes from Steve Carlton of The Geeks with a Z. Got it. Um, our artwork is from Natsulani, so uh, check her out on Instagram. Uh, and if you'd like to help us out, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount, and for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Um, and if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple podcast review. And don't yeah. forget... Oh, I'm speaking uh, real quick, speaking of the geeks, I just got to interject this. I, actually, I think this is going to be my cool of the week, that... The geeks talking about the theater experience for Doctor Strange. Go back and uh, listen to that episode. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I had a couple of those really ex- excitable people. Oh, yeah. The excited guy that knows the comic book stuff. So. Oh right. Yeah. Then apparently, out, apparently there was somebody coughing, but he would only choose to cough like during a major line. Yeah. <laughs> If anybody's listened to the League of Geeks for since they've started, uh, Steve has a, as they put it, a rogues gallery of people from the theater. It, it's his are worse than mine ever were. <laughs> Hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, some people just don't understand it. No, these kids today. I. <laughs> Um, and we do have a contest going on, so uh, email us at thehorrorturns at gmail.com, uh, your name and address, and uh, how you first heard about the show, and you'll be in the running for a steelbook of Cabin in the Woods. Is that what we're doing? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Damn, that's pretty cool. Um, so far, we've got two, interesting, uh, two entries. Uh, we got Adam Bunch, uh, got introduced when Lance sent a request for the page and have been hooked ever since. Well, thanks, Adam. All right, thanks, man. Yeah. And uh, Cray112577 says, uh, I heard your show on Twitter. Look at that. Cool, all right. Word's getting out. Yeah, I'll tell you. We'll appreciate that, Cray. Uh, All right, on to our featured attractions. 
Uh, this week we're going to talk about whether Firestarter really needed a remake or not. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Uh, Firestarter, <laughs> 1984. We'll start with the OG. Uh, a couple who participated <laughs> in a potent medical experiment gained telepathic ability and then have a child who is pyrokinetic. Uh, director is Mark L. Lester, also known for Commando. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, class of 1984. Nice. Uh, writer is Stanley Mann, also known for Conan the Destroyer. Oh, with Will Chamberlain. His name is Stanley Mann. That sounds like a porn name. <laughs> uh, prophetically, a, a few years before she was cast in the film, uh, six-year-old Drew Barrymore's mother thought that Drew resembled the girl on the source novel's paperback dust jacket. Drew once said, my mom has seen this book at the grocery store with a picture of a little girl on it and said, gee, this kind of looks like you. Uh, she said it was OK if I bought it. And so I did. Uh, when I read it, I came into the kitchen where my mom was making dinner and said, I'm the fire starter. I'm Charlie McGee. Uh, but she didn't know what I was talking about. That sounds like a bullshit story, but <laughs> take it for what it is. Uh, George C. Scott uh, wears an eye patch over his left eye during the final half hour of the film, uh, which was due to the infection caused by the contact lens used earlier in the film. The eye was not quite healed. And had to, and uh, had to wear it com to complete the filming of the scenes. That worked. Yeah. yeah. All right, Lance, you're our uh, Stephen King guy. What do you think about the 1984 Firestarter? Well, it, it it would be hard for me to compare it to the book because I think I read it probably about 86 or so, and I it, that's one of those I didn't really. It's probably like not on my top half of Stephen King books, so I didn't do as many rereads as I did of like the shining or the stand or something like that. So I can't really compare it too much to the book. I, I vaguely remember the book. I remember a couple of scenes in it. Um, like I think that one scene, one scene from the new movie was in the book. I won't get into that yet. Um, as far as this one, I thought that the, um, I, I thought the story was pretty good. Uh, I thought it was a decent script. Um, like the way that it was paced I thought uh, who who was it that played who was it that played the native character was it was that George C Scott yeah <laughs> yeah <Was> that, <laughs> where did they come up with this fucking casting man I like mean John Jesus Wayne playing Gangston <laughs> I mean yeah right <laughs> give me a break man um, wow uh, I don't know that was that was some very bizarre casting but I guess you know it was the eighties so who knows who knows what they were thinking. Um, uh, the villains were. I, I love the shop. I love the way they portrayed the shop, and I like the. I like the beginning part um, when they were, you know, they were laying in the bed and they were getting to know each other. Um, Keith David. Uh, I, I did it. I knew I was going to do it. David Keith. David, David Keith. Keith. That's the one. Yep. Yep. Okay. When he first met, that's when he first met her, right? The woman that was going to become his wife. Didn't they meet while they were while they were having the. Yeah, the stuff injected high into as shit in the experiment. Yeah, high as shit. I love the way they did that too. That was cool that they made it like a hallucinogenic. That I didn't think they got that across as much in the new movie, but yeah, the old one it was. Yeah, that was really cool, man. That was I like loved really you for scene. a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> That's some strong acid, dude. But and uh, then the other guys were like tearing their skin off. <laughs> that 
was that was fucking weird, man. Um, yeah, no, this one this one was fun, man. I I love the pacing. Um, I thought it, it it led up to a really good conclusion. Um, real epic. I love the way that um, you know, what's his name? John Raincloud was was that George C. Scott's character? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I love the way that he uh, the eighties. Yeah, I love the way he he got into the her confidence like that, and then kind of really tricked her there at the end. Kind of, kind of, I think I, I seemed like I saw it coming a mile away, but uh, that was yeah, that was pretty good storyline. The way they added that in there, and then John Rainbird, the, John Rainbird, having the having the barn burning there at the end with all the hay in it. I, I really thought it was that was going to go even further, but. I, it was pretty good the way that they they ended it. Um, I thought really one of the standout performances was uh, Martin Sheen. Yeah, because he definitely had that oily, almost like a salesman type. Um, you know, I, I run the shop. I'm a government, you know, operative. He I wasn't damn young though. He wasn't sinister enough for me. Really, I thought he yeah. was. I mean, he's bringing Charlie Coco and. I don't know. He just seemed like kind of a. I know he's with the shop, and that's not good. But he just kind of seemed right. like anybody at a shop you're going to be friends with. It's going to be that guy. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm going to let y'all go because I've got this uh, air conditioner that's crapped out on me in here in the garage. So I got to go try to fix this. Put a oh, new right. uh, portable AC up. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, Brian, what would you think about it? Uh, I liked it for the most part. Like. When I think of Drew Barrymore, especially from from the '80s and stuff, this is um, usually one of the first movies I think of. I thought a lot of the uh, hats off to all the stunt guys that were doing actual fire stunts and yeah, that's true. There's a lot of fire, especially when you get the finale. There's a lot of fire stunts. A lot of people actually set on fire and fireballs. I thought I love the fireballs. Yeah, no CGI fire in this one. No. Well, um, I like fireballs, but damn. <laughs> Alaska hot in here, guys. Alaska you know, hot. You wouldn't need a <laughs> air conditioner then. Uh, George C. Scott on this rewatch, I kind of had a problem with the way he was portraying this character. He kind of felt like a pedophile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was that. <laughs> yeah, there was, was that. Because there was a line that, because I'm sitting there thinking, this sounds like he sounds like a pedophile. And then he's like, when I earn her trust, I'm going to get inside her. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no. Unfortunate line there, huh? Yeah. I mean, I knew what Did he was saying. Did anybody have a background check on this guy? What the fuck? Yeah. And I didn't understand his. He wanted to, he wanted to earn her trust to kill her later. Right. Sure. To absorb her, I, I got all that, but yeah, might I, might not have been portrayed the best way, the least yeah, cringy way. If you just want to absorb her powers in death or whatever, why don't you just kill her? Well, there is that. Why, <laughs> I guess why, he didn't why, think that through very well, did he? Why, why are you being a pedo? I mean, come on. Well, and then he in one scene he actually even put his put his hand on her leg, and that's when I kind of thought he. Uh, yeah, he put the yeah, hand yeah, on he, the knee, and I was like, yeah, "Don't don't do that." Don't yeah, do that. that was rough. That was rough. Uh, David Keith was fine. Um, 
I did kind of get a chuckle out of every time he used his powers. He had to like grab his hair <laughs> and that. that was... <laughs> That was fucking hilarious. Oh, he did kind of grab it, didn't he? Was yeah. Like, yeah. He telegraphed uh, it, didn't he? Heather Locklear looking fine as ever. Mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed that we didn't get no telekinesis from her. Yeah, or something. She should have some sort of power. Yeah, just she was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in, in and out pretty quick, huh? Yeah. Uh, and another thing on this rewatch that I noticed and probably is probably the hottest Heather Locklear. Yeah. Uh, Drew Barrymore <laughs> was fucking annoying. Really? Every time, she, every time she cried, it was like, Daddy, right. I didn't mean it. Yeah. I could <laughs> oh, see boy. Just, well, come on. That's I, the character, man. Yeah, but it's just the way she pulled it off. I was just like, shut up. Somebody trank her. When they tranked her, it wasn't wasn't soon enough for me. But that being said, uh, for what it is and for one of Drew Barrymore's early films, uh, I did have fun with it, especially when we got to the finale. And she was because this this movie was the X-Men movie before X-Men movies were made. So, yeah, that's true. It was it was X-Men when X-Men wasn't cool, huh? Yeah. And people. We'll get to the the new one because a lot of people are saying the new one's more action than horror. So is this? I don't really yeah, get yeah. the horror out action of this. Is a action than horror? Yeah. So. Yeah, I know, remember watching this what, one when I was little. Yeah, me too. And I, I don't remember being scared of anything at all. I always thought the uh, right. the ending was really cool, where everything blows up. Well, yeah, how'd you, how'd you like the way her hair blew up and with the wind yeah. every time she used her? There is a lot of cheese on the top of this movie, wasn't there, Philip? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I used to, I used to really, really love this movie. And then on rewatch, some of it is a little cheesy. Although I didn't hate that. I think that whole third act was 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 more fun and entertaining. Um, the first couple of acts, ah, uh, I'm. I, <laughs> Like I don't know what to say about it. It's not that nothing right. happened. I I just kind of got a little bored with it. It's kind of kind of meh, huh? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I got bored with it, but I did. And uh, maybe because I've seen this movie before, and I just wasn't super excited to rewatch it. Yeah, you just kind of want to get to the final act. Yeah, because that part's pretty cool. Uh, right. The rest of the movie is a, a good draw up to it. Like I wish it was <clears throat> about thirty minutes shorter. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, and it was what a, a, an hour fifty four or something like that. So yeah, it could have been a couple hours. Could yeah. have been thirty minutes shorter. Um, I didn't feel like it really dragged at any point. I there was a couple of scenes like the one where they were walking across that little uh, plank on the the lake there, and that's when Rainbird darts them. Yeah, I thought that was kind of <laughs> sinister. Um, that was a pretty cool scene. And it is funny that he w- wasn't wearing an eye patch in the first half, but he was in the second. Like you mentioned, <laughs> they they didn't explain it at all, huh? They didn't explain it at all. <laughs> it's just weird that I patch. <laughs> well, I know in the book. Okay, you know what? I do remember something from the book. I remember very specifically he was a Vietnam veteran, mm-hmm. and I thought he had lost an eye. So it would have made sense to have oh. the eye patch from the beginning. Why would they have had him wear a contact lens? It it would have made more sense if weird. like he didn't want to be recognized and he tried to disguise himself. With an eye patch? I don't know. I'm trying trying to come up with a reason. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you asking me questions. Oh no, y'all heard that? Uh, y'all heard Johnny Depp's been canceled for Pirates of the Caribbean, huh? Moving forward, still? Yeah, yeah that's what I heard. That's the last thing I read. Uh, I bet you they'll give it back to him. You think so? After the uh, whole trial. I don't think he was canceled. I think he turned it down. Oh okay. Oh no, they 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 took him off of it. That was part of the lawsuit. Um, I know Margot Margot Robbie's supposed to be in the new one, right? Is she going to be the new uh, Jack Sparrow, Jacqueline Sparrow, maybe? Oh, I'm I'm sold. Yeah, yeah that's hard to say no to. Push up bra and an eye patch. <laughs> she can like walk around drunk most right? of the movie. Absolutely. Why are all these middle aged dudes going to see Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. All right. Uh, so let's do uh, scores. 1984 Firestarter, Lance. What do you think? Uh, six and a half. I, I thought it was. I thought it was two thirds good. Like I said, it's okay. all. It's all for me. It's all about story. Yeah. And I thought that. Uh, I thought it was scripted really, really well. Um, I, I thought it made sense. I think all the characters' development, you know, fit together very nicely and uh, compactly. Shall we yeah. say? I, I didn't think it was overdrawn at all. I thought it was just the right amount of stuff in it and i enjoyed that final scene in the barn so that's my score okay six and a half that's a pretty fair score and uh, yeah and it was it was a superhero movie before superhero movies were good uh brian what do you think um i really love that the finale the build-up to it to all the, the like i said hats off to all the stunt people that were actually lighting themselves on fire Explosions. Before, before CGI fire, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that hilarious scene of the one scientist that tried to jump on the super slow go, uh, golf cart. Oh, fuck it. I'll give it a seven. You just got me up to seven <laughs> with that one. Uh, I was going to go seven, but I, for um, what's his name? Uh, John Petto, Rain- John Rainbird. Rainbird, George C. Scott. I, it just it made me uncomfortable. It, t- it took you out of the movie. <laughs> Poor choice of words. Right. Constantly yeah. touching her and <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I I'm a I'm a go with a six and a half. Oh, we flip flopped. Do you see how see how that happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh and you know what? I, I'm 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 gonna agree with Lance's first score. I think six and a half is a pretty fair score for this movie. It's it's good. It's definitely worth watching. If you're a Stephen King fan, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is one of the ones that w- one of the better ones, probably uh, from his older movies. Uh, so definitely worth watching. I like it. Yeah, there are a lot of bad Stephen King movies aren't there. Yeah. <laughs> but let's see if they uh, improved on it with this one. Uh, we'll move on to Firestarter 2022. Uh, <laughs> A young girl tries to understand. Neighbors three. Was- okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Bad, your dirty grandpa. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> dirty. I'm sorry. <laughs> that would have been interesting. <laughs> right. Uh, George C. George C. Scott. A young girl tries to understand how she mysteriously gained the power to set things on fire with her mind. Uh, director is Keith Thomas, also known for The Vigil. Hey, we did that movie. Uh, writer Scott Teams, also known for Halloween Kills and The Quarry. Uh, John Carpenter, who did the music for this film, 
uh, was set to direct the original Firestarter, but was replaced when his previous film, The Thing, failed at the box office. How oh, bullshit is wow. that? Yeah, now now known as one of the most classic horror movies of all time. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would instead direct another Stephen King adaptation, Christine. That's a fun that, one. Well, that's the one book I didn't like at all. The one yeah. Stephen King book that, nah, never didn't get into that one. I finished it, but wasn't one would, of my favorites. Would have been interesting to see him on this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ryan Kira Armstrong previously appeared in It Chapter 2, another Stephen King adaptation. So there's going to be a whole Stephen King universe. Oh, was she the was she the girl with the the birthmark on her face that he was going to he tricked her into thinking he could take it off? (laughs) Oh, is that from the very beginning of part two? Right. Yeah. When she had went under the bleachers and. Oh, I think oh, I'll that's bet her. Maybe. I'll bet it is. People write in and tell us. Let us know. <laughs> All right. Firestarter 2022. Lance, was it an improvement? <laughs> um, absolutely not. This is a fucking piece of shit. This was this oh, was a no. garbage garbage fire. Cemetery level? No, this was <laughs> not, not at all. No, this uh this was absolutely positively what this was this was my worst fear, guys. Sequel that absolutely, positively, in no way, form, or fashion needed to be made. Yeah. Um, you've got Zach Efron, who, uh, like I say, was mentioned in Jeff some of his other movies. He's he's funny as fuck in, in comedies and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. But goddamn, man, trying to play a serious a serious role, he just he just fell far short short of the mark for me. And the he did all right in that Ted Bundy one. Did you see that? Um. Yeah, I guess he was okay in that one. Yeah. I, I mean, he yeah, wasn't awesome, I, but he wasn't terrible. Yeah, he was, uh, I guess, kind of like not quite subpar for me, but in the middle, yeah. I suppose. But yeah, not too bad. You're right. That's that's a good one. That's a good good example, Philip. Um, but yeah, this one, I just think that it was just really, really choppy the way it was filmed. I mean, it seems like one scene would end and then there's all of a sudden there's somewhere else. And then you know, you've got why they made the change with one particular character. I have no fucking idea. Maybe that was actually in the book. Maybe they were trying to make that scene uh, on the chicken farm there a little bit more like what was in the book because that was totally different, obviously, from the first movie mm-hmm. um, with Louise Fletcher in that role. Um, so that kind of that kind of surprised me. Um, oh, oh, the scene with the cat. <laughs> That's the one oh, that, that yeah. I remember from the book <laughs> where she accidentally sets a cat on fire. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah, it was scratched her. Yeah. All right, Brian. I'm sure there's animal activists out there yelling at me right oh, now. Oh, I know. But, like uh, I, 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 I thought as soon as they showed that, I was like, oh, they went there. Right. This they fucked. They fucked with gas. <laughs> uh, they have a problem. Send us an email. Go to thehorrorreturns.com. Well, um, I'm trying to think if there were any any parts that stood out for me and they really they really weren't i mean that's that's the that's the bad thing i mean even uh, michael gray eyes that's normally a great actor i just didn't believe his story arc here how he went from one end of the spectrum all the way to the other toward the end i thought they did him a disservice well uh, uh we'll get to it in spoilers uh, i don't think it's a great reason but i think they gave a reason so Okay. Well, we'll we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah, just a, cho- a choppy movie. Not not very well filmed. I, I didn't think the story flowed 
too well at all from one end to the other. None of none of the performances blew me away. Um, God damn, dude, the new head of the fucking uh, shop. Jesus Christ. Terrible. <clears throat> Horrible. Uh, uh, I disagree. Not scary at all. Uh, I don't think. I, so you thought this one was more sinister then than Sheen? I didn't think sinister, but you could tell she didn't give a fuck about who they needed to go through. Okay. Com- That's compared fair enough. To I'll take that. Martin Sheen, who's like bringing Coco and <laughs> trying to be friends with everybody. <laughs> right. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Dif- different acting approach for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I'll, I've got a feeling that this one's probably closer to the book uh, upon memory. Just now it's some scenes I think that I remember reading in the book are sort of starting to come back to me now. Did they say that John Rainbird was a, vet- a veteran of some kind in this one? Because they didn't mention it in the first one. But I, I, know, know, I know in the book it was. I don't remember, but I know he had previously worked for them. Right. Okay. That's right. Basically shut him down. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess for this one, he would have been in like, he would have been fighting alongside Philip or something, you know, but uh, where (laughs) were you guys at again, Philip? I was in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. There you go. The devil, the devil's nutsack, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Not impressed, guys. This, this is, this is a trash fire. All right. Brian, better or worse, nineteen eighty four. This is definitely not better. Yeah, I do appreciate some of the changes to some of the characters. Um, <clears throat> we got to see a little bit more from the mother True. as far as what she can do, as opposed to yeah. Heather Locklear, which we got absolutely nothing. Uh. Damn, I'm really struggling to find some good points Yeah, see, here. that's the problem. See, I don't even remember all the kills at the end, right? Like, that first one, it was so yeah. memorable, right? Because it was in the barn, there was all that hay, and you're thinking, oh, shit, it's yeah. a wooden barn, there's hay, there's horses, everything's about to fucking go up. Then you talk about the guy on the golf cart, for fuck's sake, man. And this one, I, I couldn't tell you who died and who didn't. I, I think they had people in the silver suits, right? The fire protective yeah. suits in this Oh, one. yeah. She didn't um, kill them. I didn't mind the people that was in the movie. I just felt like, as far as character wise, they were given nothing. I, okay, I, that's I don't, I don't, I don't blame like Zac Efron. He wasn't great in this, but <clears throat> I don't mm-hmm. really think we got too much of his character because one minute he kind of seemed like he was a hard ass towards his daughter, and the next minute, you know, he's taking her to get ice cream and. Well, got to get ice cream. That happens. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that happens. Uh, I did like I did like the addition of Michael Gray eyes as John yeah. Rainbird as opposed to George C. Scott. George C. Scott. <laughs> they might have used George Stephanopoulos, right? <laughs> yeah. They, uh, I like they took all the, the questionable lines and knee touching, took all that out. Uh, yeah, they made him way less creepy. And thus, way scarier. Yeah, kind of scarier. Agreed. I do have a problem with the CGI. They they did have a couple real st- uh, stunt people on fire, but <clears throat> it, it this movie just confirmed it. Just doing CGI in movies has got to be way more cheaper than doing practical effects. Yeah. It's, oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. So. Uh, way less dangerous. 
<laughs> Knowing that this was a remake and seeing the original, you're kind of wanting to get to that finale. I had a yeah. problem that the finale was 10 minutes. Yeah. As opposed okay. to it, it felt right. way shorter than the original finale. Uh, the, the main girl, Ryan Kiera Armstrong, I thought she was fine. I liked it, that yeah. we got to see her actually in school trying to be normal and interacting with other kids. Right. Trying not to set them on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because in the original, we, we pick up when they're already on the run. Mm-hmm. And this, I, I like that True. we got to see yeah. them trying to, to be a normal family and a normal-ish because, you know, they, they can't have internet or you know basically they're off the grid and yeah um i like the different uh zach efron didn't have to like pull his hair and have like weird sound effects go on he just kind of did a a neck neck (laughs) cracked his neck uh they explained i don't know if they did in the original but they explained why why he bleeds every time he uses his power and what what they call him a pusher he yeah. pushes yep. people to do things. Right. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that they gave a little bit of explanation, but it this movie doesn't hold up to the original. It's it's not as fun. I think they kind of met. Yeah. I would have loved. I know he did the music and he's kind of not doing movies, but I would have loved if he would have got a chance. John Carpenter got a chance to direct this one. Yeah. Hmm. How would that have gone though? A lot better than it did. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I don't have any other positive things to say. I tried. Yeah. Uh, other things we'll we'll talk about in spoilers, but. Yeah, I this this movie just kind of seems forgettable to me. Like, I saw it a few days ago, and right. Already, you guys are bringing stuff up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that happens. <laughs> so uh, I, by the end of the year, I'll forget this movie was even made. Uh, but, I, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It, it just, it wasn't awesome. And I think a lot of it hinges on that third act because it was so cool in the 1984 one. Uh, and in this one, it was kind of a letdown like it was all in the one little underground building and mm-hmm. i you know she fought like two groups of people you said <laughs> a mouthful man yeah <laughs> it was <laughs> forgettable yeah i mean i like it not to spoil it but i don't even know if that does i i don't know it just it was okay <laughs> it, this one was just okay for me <laughs> i didn't hate it yeah, hey, at least it was okay right yeah, yeah, I, I didn't hate it either, but I'm saying what you felt. I'll probably forget about this movie. Yeah, t- tomorrow. Oh, and did the the girl had more powers than in the first one, huh? Yeah, we'll we'll did talk he? about that in. Uh... Oh, okay. oh, okay, okay. I see what you're getting at there. All right, well, let's do uh, scores and spoilers. Lance, score. Oh man, this one's a three. It's a ouch. Third. He tripped on it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get a Garrett Collins, so it's got a it's got a three. Brian, what do you think? Uh, for it being an hour and a half, I kind of felt like nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I thought them shaving, like like you said, wanting that time shaved off the original one. Yeah. I thought they were going to kind of get to stuff more quicker. Yeah, me too. It didn't right. really work. Uh, the cast was okay. Um, I did like some of the changes. It might not even be changes. It might just been stuff from the book that they included that the original one didn't. So I didn't hate it, but it does it doesn't hold up to the original. So I'll give it a five. Not bad. That's a pretty good score, man. Right right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. the original would have got a seven if it wasn't for George C. Hansy Scott. <laughs> Gotta watch those guys. I, uh, yeah, I think I think five is a pretty fair score for this one. Like, yeah, I yeah, I mean, I didn't really have a problem with any of the acting. I. I didn't I don't even know what I had a problem with. It was just kind of a boring movie and it was forgettable. Right. No. Writing, directing, fuck, I don't know. One of those things. It's something. We'll put our finger on it in spoilers. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Alright, uh, I, w- I do like that because the father is a telepath right? and the mother has telekinetic powers. She's able to move stuff with her mind. Yeah, right. I love that she inherited both their powers as well as having her own. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah I didn't give that enough credit. I kind of felt like they that's what they tried to do in the first one, but they just never said anything about it because going back to the original one... Um, the, the, one of the scenes in the barn where she's getting mad and she's a, what is it, pyrotechnic? Mm-hmm. Pyrokinetic or whatever. Yeah. And like the, the faucets are spinning around and the handles are spinning. Yeah, like, that was what does weird. that have to do with that power? But right? yeah. if they would have said that she inherited her mother and father's abilities, that would have made more sense. And I, I kind of like that they, they kind of threw it in here because it, it just makes her even more dangerous. And the 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 um, John Rainbird, uh, what we were talking about earlier, Lance, his his kind of change of heart near the end. Yeah, I thought that came out I, of nowhere, man. Yeah, I kind of go back to the line the mother said about once you once you see her, you'll understand. And I think he <laughs> was kind of a whole cold-hearted killer until he actually got to see her and see how special she is. That he kind of changed. Yeah. Well, and right, I missed the company that hired him to do it locked him up. And yeah, uh, immediately. Ground. Yeah. Uh, so the enemy of my enemy at that point. Yeah, I mean, who knows what they were right. going to do to him? Because yeah, it yeah. sounded like he sounded like he was experimented on unwillingly. And that's how he got his powers. So yeah. Well, and, well, and coming from the book, it, it sort of makes sense. They they experimented on some Native Americans first, mm-hmm. and then started experimenting on college kids. Yeah, and it might make it would probably make sense that that he was a, a veteran in th- in this movie because of his shooting ability, sniper mm-hmm. ability. Oh yeah, that's true. He that takes was a, that was a that was a pretty rough scene, wasn't it? But his body counts higher than the kids. <laughs> uh, he took out the guys in the, the fire suits at the end. Yeah. Yeah. 
he had a higher kill rate. He walked in there completely untouched and killed everybody. Which I do like that scene, especially when he drops down to his knees and he he puts his gun down, accepting his fate. Yeah. And I I thought it was a really good scene because it it showed that maybe if she would have just killed him, that she would have crossed over fully and there was still some some hope left in her after, you know, burning people so, to ashes and so kind she of, might have been fully evil if not for if not for that act of kindness huh yeah because there was some moments where she, you know she was promising not to hurt anybody but basically saying sometimes it feels good <laughs> that's a that's a bad sign because <laughs> uh that that one kid in her school if it was me he might have been accidentally lit on fire a couple <laughs> yeah, times accidentally yeah several times uh, that little chucky kid i mean yeah. I, at the very least he was a ginger so it's not like you're killing a soul <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, jesus christ but um uh, like i brought up earlier i like that we got something from the mom right which i don't even think they said what her power was in the original one so i just assumed that it was uh like the dad but she was actually Fishing. able to move stuff. Yeah. And uh, I like that she tried to defend herself using her powers, but it wasn't no match for him because he he basically was like, you're you're out of practice. You haven't been using yep. it. Yeah, because she'd been subduing the power for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I don't have much to say in spoilers on this. One, I know. Guys. Man, aside forget, from, it's so like, forgettable. That's the, the problem. The cat got fried. Yeah, we already talked about that pre-spoiler. A a big and sort of pointless move, except that it was in the book, and they probably were like, well, we should. I imagine they had a giant conversation about it. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, a scene that we brought up earlier, we don't know if it was in a book or not, was the, the, who are they? um, The The older older couple? The older couple? They're they're definitely in the book. Yeah, if if that scene's not in the book, where she speaks to him, where she speaks to the wife. I think they might have threw it in here to show you that she inherited her father's ah, power. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes Good sense. Good possibility. Which, I don't know. I like the little girl in the movie, man. She, yeah. Especially towards the end when she was like a badass and she walks in and just starts right. annihilating everybody. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I wanted like I more of that. Like. Like the lady that she was going to kill and was trying uh-huh. to plead with her that she was going to help her get out. And then she basically just incinerated her. Is that mm-hmm. the one where she said, liar, liar, pants on fire? Yeah, or is that, the other yeah that was a little ridiculous. <laughs> I, I really thought they were going to cut to the lady and her pants were actually on fire. <laughs> <laughs> CGI fire pants. Yeah, but, that, that, that was a face palm in the middle of the movie. I was like, oh, they yeah, did not. Yeah. <laughs> The tone was kind of weird to me because yeah, like like that that final finale, the little ten minute shortened finale, like right. like the lady that got incinerated to Ash, like they kinda cut away and don't really show her get incinerated by Ash, but the there's a couple of guards before they show you they show them get straight shot to the head, like on camera. Right. Yeah. So why so yeah, the, why the, the again, tone was kind of off. Choppy. It was just the, the movie. Like I said, yeah. there was just something choppy about it. It just well, didn't maybe flow. a lot of it was just in editing. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. And why or, would they edit it down to an hour and a half? They, I mean, they, they you know they could have done, thrown twenty more minutes in there. You know. Yeah. True. I'm glad they, they didn't. It, especially for, 
For all we know, this movie probably was the same runtime as the original, and they probably shortened the finale. Uh, and okay. Last time I think, I you want to shorten? Yeah, I think they tried to go with more <laughs> character development, and I think they dropped the ball on that one. They they did a little things here and there that I I enjoyed, but right. it, it didn't it didn't save the movie for me. As the as the Black Saint uh, would say, they got blummed. <laughs> they got blummed, and that could be another reason why the budget was what it is. Because we know Blumhouse they they like to work with a small budget. It's kind right. of like their thing. They just spent it all on Zac Efron. Probably. <laughs> Who didn't need to even be in this movie? It could have been anybody, right? Yeah. Oh, and I did like the explanation that why he believes he's essentially hurting himself every time he uses his powers. Yeah, yeah. they said it was like uh, synapses or what? What yeah. was it again? It was like I, I forgot, purpose. but yeah, he's he's basically fucking up his own brain yeah, every time bleeding, he uses bleeding his in his brain, right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Now I do. I seem to remember that from the book as well. <laughs> What's that? Oh, just the, <laughs> he grabs I, his I'm, hair. I'm glad. I'm glad they took away. Like he had to grab his hair. Like <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if he had the the sound effect though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The sound effect but, was it like that eighties? Yeah, I like the neck crack though. It it, it was a little creepy right. at first when he first did it. They they <laughs> probably just told both actors do what you do whenever you're about to take a massive shit. Shit. <laughs> so Zach cracks his neck first, go. and then goes. Now we know. And another thing I I, <laughs> I like guy? to. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I kind of <laughs> like that they kind of like I said they try to give us little things about their backstory. Right. I like that showing how he makes money. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be like a. Oh yeah, that was kind of neat. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He's like a counselor or a therapist or something. Got got people to quit smoking. Yeah, and he's you know like only accepting cash, cash payments only and. Right. Yeah, although if you're hurting yourself doing that, it seems like it'd be worth a little more than a hundred bucks pop. Uh, he didn't. He didn't even get a hundred bucks on right. that one. I know. Yeah, that's right. She was a little light. <laughs> what did he tell her? You're. Oh, I know you're good for it, right? And on the never, next session. Never saw her again because her problem's yeah. fixed. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't come back. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for me. Did we cover everything? Forward. I think so. Yeah, I, 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 I am kind of curious why they did made that change with the old couple and made the one the wife bedridden. Yeah. Um, and again, I, I got to re. I actually, you know what? This may actually inspire me to reread the book. So um, if nothing yeah. else, you got me to reread it because I and I kind of want to know how which one was closer. And yeah. really quick, I'm looking through the cast again. Red Foreman. Yeah. Yeah. Was in the movie for like two minutes. He was he the playing the same doctor as the original movie. I think so. And that, but then they never touched base with him again. Like they were offering <laughs> him a job. Weird, and I, huh? Yeah, I think he said yes, didn't he? They offered him yeah. a job, he said yes, <laughs> he and then we never saw him again. again. Yeah, because they made it seem oh, like his character, because he's basically telling them as she gets older, she might develop powers that will create a nuclear bomb. Right, yeah. And then they offer him a job, and then we never see him again. <laughs> we never. He literally disappears. That's so weird, man. And All what his was scenes he, got cut. What was, he, what was he playing with? Was that like that candy-colored sugar stuff that's in the straws? That he was making little mountains of, or 
doing. I don't great. know, but I, I bet there know. was a whole storyline there that got cut out of the movie. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's yeah. what I mean, man. Choppy, choppy movie. Choppy. To, this this wins the the 2022 Choppy Award for sure. Yeah. Man. Just us talking about it more. Maybe this was a better movie, and it just got <laughs> cut to shit. When it was an hour longer, <laughs> we're gonna need a Snyder cut of Firestarter. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on Netflix for no, no, it won't. It'll be on Peacock. Yeah, for uh, for, for four weeks. <laughs> hey, Peacock. <laughs> Poppycock. <laughs> Poppycock. All right. We go. We ready to bring this bring this thing home, boys? Yeah. All right. I think that's all the damage we can do this week. So, um, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Horror Returns. Uh, we would love to hear your feedback and ideas. And next week, uh, I'll actually write it down <laughs> so we can read it. Um, you can always reach us at just go to www.thehorrorreturns.com and go wherever you want from there. Go to our online store. Uh, we have sold some T-shirts, guys. It's always good to know. Um, and don't forget to uh, to be part of the uh, don't don't forget to be part of the contest. Uh, Brian, again, how does that work? Uh, email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail dot com. Uh, you, you have to have your name, address, and how you found the show, and you're officially entered in a giveaway for a Cabin in the Woods steelbook. So but it's not like a creepy "we're gonna steal your information" kind of giveaway, <laughs> right? So. And you don't even you don't even have to write an essay, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Emilio essay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so look for us on iTunes and everywhere else. If you if you like what you hear, please rate us and review us. Next week it's vacations gone. Oh, we're gonna have Chevy Chase on next week. Yes. Nice. I love the way you schedule, Brian. Um, Vacations gone wrong with, is it Eden Lake or Lake Eden? Eden Lake. Okay, Eden Lake and, and the all-new men. So oh, they, they're hyping this movie up. Are, oh, men? Yeah, it's the one of the best horror films of the year type. Well, they you know, better not, Garland, better, right? not, better not drop the ball. It's going to be less than you think. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not going to live up to that hype. No, it won't. I, mean, I think it's going to be good, but I don't. Hopefully, it will. But it gets the same uh, amount of hype if it's some kind of. Well, well, Lance, Lance, you might be into it more thing. because I, I'm <laughs> hearing it's it's kind of uh, in the genre of folk horror. Ah, oh, I'm very intrigued. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm super intrigued with the first trailer. Somebody told me not to watch the second one. No. Uh, so yeah, I'm 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 ready, man. I'm super intrigued. I'm I'm trying to get out of a meeting Friday so I can go see it early, but nice. we'll see how that goes. I might end up checking it checking it out Saturday, but I'll um it it's it's a must watch for sure. Um, you, you guys all we all loved Annihilation. Yeah, oh, yeah. It uh, was Ex Machina, Ex Machina, or whatever how you good. say it. Oh, fantastic movie. He's wrote a lot of good movies too. So. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Let's well, see. I'll tell you what. We're all we're all gonna be there because we're covering it next week. So, uh, Philip, until the horror, re- Christopher Walken, until the horror returns again. Good night. That was not it either. No, was, I don't know, man. I do my voices again. randomly. They don't ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>